Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm not even on. I can't hear anything. Try it now. No, I Maybe the headphones are turned all the way down? All right, whatever. Let's just roll it. I don't understand. Like, literally, you can turn off the mics and it still records in. Turn it off. Turn off my mic. No, it doesn't. That was the bed. That was the bed. All right, so there's no point in wearing the headphones. No point in wearing the headphones. Another, All right, we're under the gun. We got to use the headphones. Are, are you going to do the bed, or are no, you not going to do the we're bed? No, talk over it. It's okay. It'd be funny if you do the, the sore loser's bed. All right, just so you guys know, at home and in your cars and in your bars, we are doing this without headphones, uh, without a glove, if you will, a condom. So uh, It feels weird. You feel really naked because I'm like, I'm supposed to have headphones on my ears. I'm supposed to hear that bed. I don't even know if the bed has run out yet, but uh, I mean, we're doing it live. Are we doing it live? Yep, Arnold's here. Hello! Hey, Happy New Year, Arnold! Happy New Beers! Uh, okay, Arnold, I know you had a lot of beers on New Year's. Got it. He and- posted on our Instagram. Everybody's motivational how they're going to change their lives on New Year's. And what does Arnold post on Instagram? He posts, Happy New Beers, Arnold! <laughs> Thanks, Arnold. That's great. Uh, I'm just glad you came back. And listen, we are semi-back. This is not going to be a full podcast. This is semi-back. There was just some pressing... Pre- Pressing issues that we needed to, like, we had to do a semi-pod trying to warm us up the new year, but Friday's pod will be full-blown pod. This is a semi-pod. Arnold, you ready? Okay! I said, are you ready? Yes! Okay! Okay, get in the corner. We're going to do it live! We are the one, two, three, sore losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts my sports opinions because i'm pretty much a sports genius y'all it is sizzin i'm from the north i'm an alpha male i live on the west side of nashville with Bazer. oh you got it <laughs> figured uh, out the headphones uh, 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 i only got one ear though the right ear that's fine it used to be the left ear we're back with Bazer. i'm soon gonna live on the north side of town in the country but more pressing issues coach over to you Culture, I mean, let me tell you, the college football playoffs usually suck. They 
were awesome. You're talking about the blowout. Back in the day, Georgia, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back TCU. in the day, it, it was blowout, blowout, blowout. And we still make it a blowout in the national championship. I don't see how. Blow me. But. Game. Culture. Did you watch those games? Mm-hmm. I watched they, them with Boomer. They were incredible. Okay, you just said three words in ten seconds. They were awesome. But let me say this. I was at the condo with Boomer, and we made a point of it. Vols game, we were in and out. We no, saw, no, that's not a game. I know. Who who the hell watched that game? Dude, the future of Tennessee athletics played in that game. I hear hey, everything I read online is that quarterback was phenomenal. Illa Mali Ava, I believe. Nico. Just call him that. All right, we'll just call him Nico. We were at the pool the whole time. Hey, I'm Nico. Dude, he could have got five Wait, wait, touchdowns. you were at the pool in the winter? That it heated. <laughs> 90 degree pool. <laughs> Let me see if I got that text. Ray, is it at the convention? No, it's not going to be at the convention. I don't know where you're staying, but the Grand Hyatt probably has a heated pool. And that could be false advertising. Could, I said it possibly oh. could. Allegedly not. Allegedly, but the Grand Hyatt is super nice, super ready for you, and the convention is in like a week and a half. I can't wait. Ten days, Ray. The count may be wrong. We were at the condo. We were in and out on the Vols game. I was back to the apartment. I would check in with Bay, bring her to the condo. My parents stayed at the clear opposite side of town at Opryland. Of so, course they did. Yes. They hate driving they in did. the city. So, it was just my mom. My father stayed at home, and Boomer came down. So, did they drive together or they fly? They flew together. Okay, good. Because I was like, that's a long drive for Boomer and your mom, just them two. Sister drove them to Chicago, and then they flew from Chicago to Nashville because of flight prices. How far is Chicago? Seven and a half hours. Damn. I know. Might as well just drove to Nashville. But that's what people do for the holidays. And that's How what we far is about. Nashville to drive to your Gwyn? 19 hours. Okay, worth the seven hours. So your sister drove seven hours and then seven hours back? Oh, She's, She stayed in Chicago a couple days with her friend on the way back. Yeah, she did do that. She drove down, back, down, back. Wow. I didn't think of that. That's muffy. That's some good muff. So she did that, but me and Boomer, dude, we're in the pool. It was heated, and we said, dude, we got it. It's must-see TV at 4 o'clock Central Time. We've got to be back to watch the first game, which is Bama and Michigan. Yeah. Watch that whole thing. Commercial's a little long, so we were obviously playing on phones. And then we were in and out of the Opryland at Gaylord. You can see the lights still during the Washington-Texas game. But we could see it on the TVs. We no, caught no, a no. good amount of it. No, no, no. You, you, there was no in and out during the Texas game. Yeah, in and out. No, no, no. There is no in and out. <laughs> and, 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 and speaking of overrated, in and out, way overrated. Don't wait in line eight hours for in and out. California. But I am saying in and out. There was no in and out options with the Texas-Washington game. That game was fireworks excitement the whole time michigan alabama was a bunch of inept offenses or two or maybe they're just very good defenses i know michigan has the number one defense in the country but their offense uh they didn't really do anything i think we got our answers oh you're gonna bet in the championship if you don't like that offense i mean washington gets points yeah yeah but michigan has the number one defense in the country i get that but i'm saying so that makes me a little nervous, but I'm saying it was not as entertaining. Like, it was a good game. It was very sloppy. And it's amazing to me in the month of football that they haven't played. You know, they had a month off. You had Christmas. I don't know what they did the whole time. If they took finals or if the teachers just passed them so they can play in the bowl game. Did we forget how to field a punt? That, and also, wasn't there a bunch of overthrows? Quarterbacks catching it with one hand? Both of the quarterbacks had to do multiple catches. I mean, I well, that was when they're trying to do trick plays. But I was amazed at how many dropped punts 
there were in the two games. Dude, and the Michigan guy oh my God. misjudged it, trying to catch it within his five-yard line, which you're supposed to just let go, and then he picks it up and has the hands of steel. Otherwise, that ball would have blown through the end zone. I mean, when he picked it up and he got – I mean, I was like, this dude's about to get killed. Then they showed him on the sideline. Uh, kid was uh, shitting himself. He, Dude. And the announcers made a great point. When he drops that ball and they and they did the replay and they froze it when he catches it, picks it up on the one yard line, they're like, what do you think he's thinking right now? Because there's nothing good about to happen. Nothing good is about to happen. My whole thing is at that point in the game, I am telling him, I'm going back there. If I'm the coach, I'm saying, hey, they're about to punt to you. There's 20 seconds to go. Just get away from it. Bro. Don't get near the ball. Don't even try to catch it. Right, but it's but also then they could put you at the one yard line, which is equally as dangerous. That's why the coach says, "Hey, man, listen, you're gonna catch the ball unless it's within the ten, dude. When that ball gets kicked up, you know how damn hard it is to judge if it's going at the ten or not. Then you what? have no idea. You can't see the yard markers. You're guessing where the ten is. Again, you have your feet where they are, but dude, but if you have to, if you move, you know you're not on the ten. Right, but then all of a sudden you just think, wait, did I go a yard? Did I go two yards? You're right." And you're in the moment, and I felt like, and everybody wants to make the big play. You're in the Rose Bowl. Everybody wants to be the hero. Sometimes you just need to be the the guy that is cool, calm, and do and just do your job. You don't have to go above and beyond. But my question is, Satan's yelling both ways. If he lets it go, he's getting yelled at. If he does what he did, props, man, for not blowing it through the end zone. But also, you're getting yelled at. Oh. Saban I mean, just yells. You can tell he's a yeller. Yeah, and I think Harbaugh's a yeller too. He's the parent, Ray, that always yells. Uh, my question is, though, also, once they get stopped, you know, he gets it and he gets crushed on the one-yard line. So, Michigan, you got to fall forward, right? All you have to do is fall forward and you are safe. Why the are they in shotgun? They did that to be cute, and then they're doing a timeout uh, thing with Saban. Saban would call a timeout, and then Harbaugh would call a timeout. Well, Saban called a timeout because he wants to see he wants to force them to snap it, because if they fumble it, Alabama can recover. Right, and then Harbaugh called then, a timeout just to be a dick to Saban. Like why 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 did Harbaugh call a timeout to show whose nuts were bigger? That was awesome. It was so weird. It was, <laughs> it was so actually, weird. Oh, and we learned, guys, folks. We learned two minute warning. Is that that's NFL? That's not in college. Yeah. That's for commercials. There were so many commercials. There, there's so many Dude, commercials. There was a couple times me and Boomer would start. We'd be doing balloon in the condo. I mean, it was a big ass condo. We were playing balloon game, throwing shit at each other. We would go and, and we kept going outside, and Boomer would go, "Oh yeah!" And then we'd run inside, and like people, neighbors. Families would think like somebody's having sex. <laughs> okay, but dude, we would do that. That's fun before the next play. Yeah, because you had plenty of time. <laughs> and then, and you start to think you were going crazy. You're like, did I miss something? Oh, it's I guess second and ten. I guess I didn't miss anything. Yeah, what I did is that morning, I had gone over to the neighbors for a New Year's brunch uh, because the day before, one of the neighbors was like, "Hey, anybody down for a New Year's brunch tomorrow?" Dude, and I we, like your neighbors, and we all have kids, and I was like. Do you really think Summer's going to have reservations for all of us? Great point. And she goes, are you crazy? She goes, I know it's 2024 tomorrow, but we're not going to a restaurant. We thought we'd just come over here. I was like, oh, good call. Didn't think about that. Open mind. I get you. And, and so she was like, the mimosas will be ready. We will we will need at least three bottles of champagne. We're like, we'll get that. Well, so much for dry January. And so we went over there and had brunch. And it the was kid, mighty wet, Ray. It was awesome, man. And the food was excellent. We had baked oatmeal, a casserole. Um, the some, kids are just parents. 
No, kids were there. Yeah, it had to be. You're not yeah, even yeah. trying to sit her on New Year's. No, no, not on New Year's Day. And so they're right, all, we're not budgeting that this year. The kids played for hours, dude. So it was like two o'clock when we leave there, and I'm like, this is perfect. And the games early sucked. Wisconsin LSU Vols was well, a complete blowout. Wisconsin LSU, I guess it was. Cl- I don't even know who won. Well, Jaden Daniels didn't play in Wisconsin. I didn't watch one of their games this year, and I still haven't. Did they win? Uh, somebody won 35-31. I think. Then that means I think Wisconsin won. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think when I saw it, it was 31-28 LSU. It was 35-31. Then I would say, well, maybe not because I know. No, then I think think LSU won then. (sighs) Because at some point when I, I watched like a couple minutes of it, I saw Wisconsin kick a field goal. Did you go up one channel where it would show a bunch of stats on the bottom of the screen? No, I didn't do that. I I, I literally watched the – Well, it, the game itself was unwatchable. It was fine. It was high scoring. Wisconsin just blows and Jaden Daniels wasn't playing. All yeah. pass. But Boomer changed it to the channel below so we had stats on half the screen. Oh. And then unwatchable football on the top of it. Interesting. And I said, what are we even doing, bro? Yeah, so I don't know who won the game, but whatever. So we leave there and it's time for the kids' nap. But I'm like, this is great. They'll sleep till 4.30, 4.45. I'll get, you know, a little bit into the Michigan game, and then they'll wake up. I'll give them a snack. They got home. They only slept for an hour. And so I'm like, well, Michigan and Alabama's about to start. What am I going to do with these three little rascals? Man, I stuck them in another room, and I put freaking Paw Patrol on. I put Blaze on. Reindeer games. And snowballs. No, we already did the reindeer games. Oh, there's no Granny more Gra- no, Gran- cotton balls? No, Granny took the snowballs with her. She packed them up, and she put them in the van. They drove them back to Texas. Those are a great idea. You give me your blueprint, Mom. And so <laughs> I was I like. I guess this thing was too loud. Sorry, guys. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to ignore these kids for the next three and a half hours while I watch Alabama, Michigan. But it worked. I mean, And, and I did what I did. It is like six minutes before halftime, I hit up the barbecue joint. Online, I said, let me put my order in. Edley's. And I... On New Year's Day? On New Year's Day, dude. We did. Uh, we did. We did. No, we did it on New Year's Eve. We oh, hit up to barbecue. Ooh, New Year's Eve, It man. was Boomer's Pack. birthday. Oh, that's his birthday? Yes. So it's, it's also Justin's birthday. It falls... My buddy Justin. Yeah. It, it, Not your Justin. Boomer's birthday and Christmas and my vacation all falls on weird days. So like Christmas, restaurants are closed. New Year's Eve, restaurants are closed at weird hours. Yeah. New Year's Day, weird hours closed. Weird hours. Sod. Yeah. Uh, and Garrett's birthday was December 30th. So happy birthday, Garrett. What did the grocery store do? Close an aisle for him? Uh, yeah, they put up a banner and they said, hey, this aisle's closed in celebration of Garrett's birthday. So they had his party on aisle 12. <laughs> It's all slippery. There's a bunch well, of spilled no, frosting. No, the reason they had it on that, that's where the paper towels are. Uh, sorry, Garrett. You're going to have to clean up your own mess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. You forgot to uh, you forgot to schedule someone in maintenance, Garrett, so you're going to clean it up. Happy birthday, man. Uh, clean up on aisle 12. Clean up on aisle 12. But Garrett is in Las Vegas right now. Him Jealous. And his, him and his wife took the 6 a.m. flight out of Austin this morning. They're in Vegas. He sent me a picture from the Cosmo at... Uh, eight o'clock or ten o'clock central. Story continues. Just let me say one thing. Yeah. Nick and Karen. Yeah, they came to the convention last year. Yeah. invited them back to come this year. I said, please come. She, Kiki is what we call her. We don't do Karen. She said, oh hell, we're going to Gatlinburg that weekend. I said, oh good. Just wanted y'all to know we we're thinking about you. And then Kiki hits me with, 
let's go back to Vegas. I like where Kiki's mind's at. Continue your story. But anyway, so it actually worked out great because my kids were exhausted from the family being here. They were exhausted from the brunch uh, over at the neighbor's house where they played with other kids for hours. So they were content with sitting in front of the TV in the other room for the entire uh, Alabama-Michigan game. So Paw I watched Patrol? Woof. Yes. Watch Just, out, Chase to the rescue. Hey, when you're in trouble, don't forget, yelp for help. Tell a grown-up, run, hide. If you see a gun, tell a grown-up. Don't know that one. Henley made it up. Okay. If you see a gun, stop, run away, tell a grown-up. I don't know that one, man. So, uh, I, I, I thought maybe because of your voice it was from Chase. No, I don't know. I mean, I don't really watch Paw Patrol that much. I watch it every once in a while. We read some Paw Patrol books. I mean, enough to pick something up. Yeah, but that's what I just said. Yelp for help. <laughs> I thought it was the same thing. Yes. Tell a grown-up. No, I don't think that's from that. So anyway, that game is ending, and then, I mean, it went to overtime, which was fantastic. Michigan, Alabama. It was so good. That and game deserved overtime. It deserved overtime. And you saw it was they were pan- both so bad offensively. It deserved overtime. We needed to see more of their offense, right? And you had the JJ mis- McCarthy looks like he can't throw the ball. Yeah, we already made that thing about him, but he's best when he's running and he has the option to throw, where he could either run or yeah. he could th- drop it off to that London guy from Hawaii. It was it was great. The ending was great. Uh, yeah, you loved Milrow running into well, the offensive line. <laughs> hey. Third and or first and goal, fourth and goal, fourth and goal, straight into my guy's well, asses. Here's the thing: when you after tweeting that, oh my god, that's all we could come up with because I said offensive quarter uh, coordinator has entered the transfer portal. <laughs> well, it's because they had an injury timeout, so they had a chance to huddle. They come up with a play, and Michigan sees it. Michigan sees it. They call a timeout, so Alabama goes back to the sideline, comes up with a play. And Saban said, offensive coordinator thought it's just like a two point conversion. We could get three yards. They just didn't get, didn't get the block. They they line up, and they're like, oh, we don't like the lineup. Call another timeout. So we've had three stoppages for this one play, and he gets it. And here's the problem. That center, that poor guy, he's going in the witness protection program because he can't snap the ball. He needs to call up Matt Overton ASAP <laughs> and figure out how to snap the damn football because it was a bad snap. It threw everything off, and when you look at it online, they said the play was supposed to be, he was supposed to toss it out to the running back to the left, or he was supposed to cut left, but because of the low snap, it threw the timing off of everything. Oh, it wasn't supposed to be up the gut? No. I don't even know if Saban knew that. And if you see the guard, like online, they showed an overhead view, the right guard pulls around to the left side, so he's supposed to go left, but the low snap, oh no, I just got to get it and go. You know what Boomer said? They should have done a jump pass. That would have been smart. Tim Tebow. <laughs> that would have been smart. In retrospect, Boomer, yes. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. So, I mean, that game ends, and now I it's like eight minutes until the Texas-Washington game they starts. They pushed it back. Well, then I'm like, what do I do? The kids aren't in bed yet. But it was a nice, seamless transition. I believe same channel, and they just kept it flowing. Now, see, I didn't know if they were going to cut from the trophy presentation of the Rose Bowl and go to Louisiana, go down to New Orleans. Oh. You know, and then Cajun, the shrimp on the barbie. I like to do the first coin. Let me see your tits. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go to the gym? <laughs> hey, uh, you're a beautiful woman at the gas station. We're talking like <laughs> Orgeron. 
Hey, you're a beautiful woman at the uh, at the Orange Bowl. I'm pregnant. That's okay. <laughs> I don't mind that. I still work out. Uh, he is in shape. He's he, got a commercial. He landed some deal. Did he really? Yeah, he sells like some tummy tea. That's what I'm talking about. Right, you want to get down to the gator belly. Hey, those are on. I'll snap one off. I got a championship under my belt here. So I'm like, what do I do? So I changed to ESPN2 and hit record. Because I was like, I don't know if regular ESPN is gonna have is gonna cut before Fatal Flaw. I believe that was the stat channel for the the uh, whole show. I didn't know if it was gonna have the start of the game, so I hit record on ESPN two. You panicked like Milrow. No, no, I didn't panic like Milrow. Yeah, you did. You I, called an audible. It was because I was like, I'm gonna have to go put the kids to bed, so I'm gonna watch it delayed. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it recorded. You're right, but obviously they're not going to show a trophy presentation over the start of the other game. I agree. I was nervous, and I was just like, so I did panic. But then I also recorded ESPN, but I didn't know when ESPN was going to start the game. So I was like, whenever I start the recording, it's going to be on ESPN 2 until I catch up. Then I'll flip to ESPN. So you watched it on tape delay? Yes. Then you stayed up 10 minutes past everybody else. No. I caught up at halftime. But I I will tell you, I I was like, all right, I got to put the kids to bed. So I turned it to channel like, you know, NBC, some, they were just showing some, you know, like Dateline or Law and Order. So that was on the TV. I went down to put the kids to bed, brush the teeth, and then we had to read stories, and we read three different stories. Then they get in bed, and I'm like, all right, it's time for Texas Washington. Let's watch this thing. Hook em. And let me tell you, it was a great game. We'll talk about it right after this. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Ray, I need more input from you. No. 
I, you can give input. I love your input. I was in and out. I know, which was crazy that you were in and out. <laughs> they wanted to see Opryland, the Gaylord. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the hotel. Is there not any other time to see it? Yeah. It had to be during Texas, Washington? Uh, it was crazy, dude. It was drunk. You couldn't get in. That, that was in the off. It was New Year's Day, the back end of it at 9 p.m. So that's the only time you could go and see Opryland uh, Gaylord. Dude, the lines were out the wazoo. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Right. Maybe Andrews. maybe go on the, the next day? They were at it. They left at 5 a.m. Oh. Okay. So that we timed it perfectly to go see it. It was just during the game. No, no, so you happened. timed it imperfectly because it was during the game. But, think but you wanted it. to see the lights. They got the Wasabi restaurant. They've got the Falls restaurant. They got Cascades. They've also got the Cantina restaurant. All of them had the game on. So we're seeing stuff. My mama goes, Oh, there's a Christmas tree. I said, Oh, there's the game. See you guys in a second. Run over, see a player too. My mom's 68 years old, tells these people, Hey, I'm going to take you guys' picture for you. She gets down on a knee. She was doing some weird angle. Oh, did she fall? She couldn't get up. Oh, no. The guy had to help her up. Me and Boomer are out checking out the game. We look over. Mom's down on a knee. Dude, oh, we didn't no. think she was getting back up. Was the national anthem playing? I don't know. Not, not that. Uh, the guy helps her up. We go and get her, and we're like, sorry about my mom. Acted like she was a crazy person. But how did the picture turn out? I don't know. We said, the guy, you were filming the wrong thing. You should have filmed yourself getting yeah. stuck on the ground, <laughs> taking these big people's picture, dude. She was trying to be a TikTok celebrity. I was like, why would you go on the ground to take the picture? Got to get the whole tree in it. <laughs> if you don't get low enough, you can't get the top of the tree. That might have been what she was doing. So she was trying to get the perfect angle. So that's why we were in and out on the game. Okay. So I start on ESPN2, and it's not the normal broadcast. It's P- McAfee. Well, no, there's no... Not- no, there's no Pat McAfee anywhere to be seen. He was at the Rose Bowl. So it is some big, tall, white, bald-headed dude. No idea who he is. An up-and-comer calling one of our most important games of the year. There's Colt McCoy. <laughs> uh, should have been Brew McCoy. Hook him, Vols. There's uh, Doug- Harry Douglas. The actor? No, the... Uh, Hi there, I think a bomb's going to go off. Former wide receiver... And I don't know if there was some. There may have been another guy, but I, I don't remember. There, I think there was four guys. Oh yeah, it was a rack. No, not a rack. Po. <laughs> rack them, Jim. Acho, Acho, <laughs> one of the Acho brothers. Right, that's too many, dude. You listen, need one person calling the game. Thanks. No, no, they're standing on the sideline. I'll hang up and listen. They're not even up in the booth, right? That's the new thing. Okay. McAfee started it. All these guys go on the sideline and they talk. Yes, and they and they'll call a game from the opposite end. Right. I started on that because I, I was like, I don't know if ESPN's starting on time, so I recorded on ESPN2. So I can't flip over to ESPN until I catch up. Confirmation. So I am watching it. I'm like, this sideline thing is so stupid. Me and Dodd actually like it. We watched McAfee for it, the whole game one time. It was so terrible because they're talking over each other, talking over each other. And What do you think we did when we were a threesome? Yes, You're I right. understand, and we. I, I think I understand why people found it annoying. Now our timing Ray, is better, Ray. Half a quarter in, I loved it. Exactly. I loved it, Ray. What the F do you think Ray, I was telling you? It was amazing because every, like, if they would hit, like, Penix would drop a dime 50 yards down the field. Yeah, talked about him five months ago. Thanks. No. I told you he spins it. No, hey, let me tell you. He spins it. We might want to re-vote for the Heisman. Guys, he's him. Hey. He's the Heisman Trophy winner. Yes, he is himself him. He is unbelievable. He was unfreaking believable. Why do you think I talked about him preseason? I, I watch game tape. 
No, I watched game tape. He used to be good at Indiana. Well, then, you know what? He made Indiana football good. Push the championship line to seven and don't even watch the game because Washington is covering by seven. No way Michigan even puts up a touchdown. So... They Penix would drop a bomb fifty yards down the field. Perfect. It was red basket. Right, like right there. I mean, I know you were in and I out. I was in and out. I saw it. You hopefully you saw some of them. That's when I was in. That's what, okay. Good because I don't know if he threw an incompletion the whole night. He was fantastic. And before he was scared about an injury, they said allegedly he was injured. I didn't see so an they injury. Said he doesn't run. He didn't run last year. He hasn't run all this year. He ran in that game. He ran in that game. And he's going to run in the Michigan game. He ran in that game. No problem. He was like, oh. We haven't shown you running all year. Guess what? You don't think I'm going to run? Little tricky, tricky, trick. I'm going to run. But, but what was crazy is he would throw a 50-yard bomb right to – I mean, wide open wide receivers. Wide receivers were so fast. Texas's DBs could not cover them. Yeah, Texas hasn't played a good quarterback. But it was hilarious because those guys announcing would be down on the 10-yard line and he'd throw it to the opposite 10 and they would sprint down the sideline – to cover that end of the, the it was like, like oh we gotta go we gotta go oh oh here you go hold on we're almost there we're almost, and, and like they're commentating as they're running down the sideline and it's it was awesome and and that's why Michigan's gonna have a lot of trouble they haven't faced an NFL quarterback all season it was so fun Milrow he'll be in the XFL thanks I think he'll be back in Alabama Milrow Mil no thanks <laughs> hang up and listen but it was so fun to watch Colt McCoy who's a UT, like, cheering as he's broadcasting. That's dope. It was so fun. And he would Is be he like, not in the league? No, he got cut preseason by the Cardinals, and no one picked him up. Okay. <coughs> Sorry. Maybe the Jets might have wanted to call him after Aaron Rodgers got hurt, but they decided to roll with Zach Wilson, Trevor Simeon, and I don't know what other corpses they put out there. But <laughs> Body bag, Ray. <laughs> the game was so fascinating. It was. Because I thought Washington dominated the game. They were always up two touchdowns or one touchdown. It felt like they were winning the entire time. They were just crushing them. But Texas was just there somehow, and they kept being in the game. Texas <laughs> showed a stat line when I was in and out, and it said Penix, 330 yards. What's the other dude's name? Ewers. Ewer Doers. It said 60 yards. <laughs> I mean, Penix crushed him in the everything. Dude, that was my whole thing is Penix was dropping dimes just pinpoint accuracy. That's how he always is. And yours, I wasn't very impressed. Yeah. Like, is he? maybe he's just not that good. Maybe he was so hyped coming out of high school. He was supposed to be one of the best recruits in the nation. And I watched him, I'm just like, he really doesn't do anything. Like, he doesn't throw a good ball. It wasn't, like, beautiful. He wasn't dropping. He dropped a couple in the bucket. He, you know, but for the most part, it was like, Huh. There was more to be desired is what I'm saying. Couple in the bucket. Salvation Army, thanks for the donation. No, that's suds in a bucket by some singer. Yes, Sarah Evans. There you go. But then I don't understand, like, Texas. You didn't understand a lot. I'll explain it to you. What do you need please. to know? Texas, every running play got seven or eight yards, but they still kept trying to pass the damn ball. That's trouble. That means Corum's going to get some easy yards. Now, that Washington. is the thing. I think Corum's going to have a huge day because Washington could not stop the run, and Texas refused to run the ball. It was like eight yards, seven yards, six yards, nine yards, 11 yards, 12 yards. But they would pass, pass, pass. Like, just run the damn ball. Run the damn ball, and you are dominate, you're dominating on the ground. And Colt McCoy kept getting mad at the defense. 
when they would play man, man-to-man coverage, he'd be like, we have got to stop with man-to-man coverage. These guys are getting burned. And then they'd throw it, and he'd be like, what did I just say? we got to stop. And then they had Brian Arakpo, former Longhorn, on there talking. Then it got annoying because they, they put – went Ma- to a woman. Nope. They went to Matthew Stupid McConaughey. It was Michelle Tafoya. Can I tell you how annoying Matthew McConaughey is on the sideline? Right, but he's he was in the movie Dazing and Fused. Hey, all right, all right, all right. I understand he supports UT. He's a UT fan. He can be on the sideline. He's over there talking to the players, telling them, hey, focus, focus, like coaching them up. I'm like, get the out of here. Uh, like, shut up. Sark ain't telling him that. Like, Sark, hell of a McConaughey, mo- hey, hell of a moving piece about Sark. He had heart surgery and almost died. What? Yeah. Didn't see that part. Yeah. Oh, and Boomer thought it was right before the game. I was like, Boomer, they did the piece making you get emotional. He obviously didn't have heart surgery today, and he's coaching tonight. Yeah, that would be unrealistic. That's how kids' minds work. Yeah, because like Bill Self, he had a heart procedure last uh, March, and he was not able to coach in the Big 12 tournament or the NCAA tournament. So I don't think Sark had surgery that day and coached that day. Sorry, Boomer. But anyway, Texas kept shooting themselves in the foot over and over again. They would get momentum. False start. Get momentum. Holding penalty. Get momentum. Offside. I mean, it was just like they could not get out of their own damn way. Washington was buttoned up. There was no damn mistakes. They were not. Texas was so undisciplined. And Colt McCoy and Harry Douglas on the broadcast kept going, man, Texas and these self-inflicted wounds or, you know, whatever. What's with all the gun reference? I don't know. And Colt McCoy would start getting excited and there'd be a false start and he'd be like, Harry, what do you call those? And he'd be like, self-inflicted. I mean, the the people on the sideline broadcast was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And Colt McCoy yelling, come on, D! Come on, D! Like, he's supposed to be broadcasting. It's so It was so fun. Because it's real. You're almost going to feel like you're at the game or something. Dude, yes. we've realized, I mean, dude, I love Buck and the boys, but I guess that is, it's cooler to listen to guys that are just chilling instead of, Dude, Tessa Torrey sometimes pisses me off. He's so no. This is the Prudential Bowl brought to you by Matt, brought to you by Sears and Napa, the one of the best tires you can see. Let's go down on the field right now. Jeannie is talking on our next gen microphones. Jeannie, that's just so fake. It's like what the fuck are you talking yeah. About? It's so much more relaxed and so much cooler with them being like the guys just talking. Uh, Oh, he's got that. This is a test story. Said, "Oh, he's got a bunch of grass in his helmet. He looks like my weed trimmer when I mow on Saturdays." Over to you, Joe. Testatory. Stupid. Shut up. Stupid. Thanks. But yes, we all mow. But Washington. I don't. I'm actually going to pay somebody to do that. Washington tried to blow that game in so many ways. They tr- he, they tried to give it to the Longhorns at the end. That's Which what I'm is, saying. Everything you just told me, I would have thought they won the game. Dude, I agree. Texas could have won it at the end twice. I <laughs> I agree with you. That's why it was so amazing. It's because the third down, and this is getting into the weeds, but there's a third down play. Let me get my hedge trimmer. Looks like mine on Saturdays, Bob. Where the, the Washington is on like the 18, 20-yard line, and it, they just run the ball. Texas has to call a timeout, or they don't use a timeout. It you know bleeds 30 more seconds off the clock. Instead, Penix rolls out. And there's nothing open, so he should have just fallen down and because they're going to kick the field goal to go up nine. Instead, he throws it away. And it's like, what are you doing, dude? Like, Stop the clock? Stop the clock. So they kick the field goal, go Trust up. Trust me, that's the only you and your dad and me argued that. It's the only way to stop the clock nowadays. It hits the ground. Yeah, I, I had to pay my dad 100 
Uh, I was uh, technically wrong, right? I was technically wrong. <laughs> and so they kick the field goal, go up nine. Then they give up the touchdown. Then they go three and out. But on the third down play, all they have to do is kneel the ball. And the clock is going to run, and it's going to take 35 seconds off whatever. Instead, they run it. So what does running do it? It bleeds an extra two to three seconds off the clock. Two to three seconds. But they run it. The running back gets hurt, so they stop the clock because it's an injury timeout. Jeez. So it saves an extra 30 seconds. Whew. They punt the ball, and the dumbass from Washington, what's he trying to do? Get cute and run. He tries to get as close as he can to the kick returner and move out of the way, but what's he do? Bump. Bump. 15-yard mm. penalty. I mean, what in – I mean, absolute- Are we seeing – our dude, are, is special teams not focused on now in practice as much? We're oh. seeing drop punts, guys well, bumping into hell, each other. Texas. The kicker the kicker got lit up in one of the games. Yep. And the, they guy, the, got, and the guy got lucky, dude. The kicker was on the ground. He hit And they didn't so even hard. call penalty. And the yeah, dude from L.A., I don't know who it was. It was like Dan, Dean Blandino. Uh, I would have actually called that when he hit the kicker Yeah, there. he definitely <laughs> hit the kicker because that, 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 that leg is part of his kicking motion, you know. But then Texas – Puts a one-handed guy back there to kick, get the kickoff return. Dude has a big old cast on his left hand, and his right hand works. So he goes, he has to palm the ball with his right hand. Like, you don't have someone with two hands that can catch the ball? It, dude, it's really, it's like the guy that's amazing at work, and then you see his family, and it's d- t- terrible. You got kids that hate him. You're like, oh, he neglects his family. He's great at work. Dude, they're, these teams are great at offense and defense for the most part. Terrible at special teams. It they was, neglect. It was so. It was such a good game, and it was so exciting. And my buddy Garrett texted me, and he was like, "Well, from Vegas? No, he was still in Austin. At the no time. less." And he says, "Man, well, at least I didn't spend two thousand dollars to go to the game." And then Texas scores a touchdown. Then Texas gets the ball back, and they start driving. He goes, "Oh man, this would have been worth two thousand dollars." <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> and they get down there. Rose Bowl was eight. Thanks. And it was. I mean, it was just fascinating. It was such a good game. It lived up to the hype. And Washington, I mean, that guy made a great play at the end of the game. I mean, that defensive back went up and said, get that ball out of here like Dikembe Mutombo. He overthrew him, right? Or no, no, it was right, it. it was right to him. But the defensive back was able to get up and just knock it away. If he would have thrown it lower, like to his chest, it would have been tougher for the DB to get there. But it was still a good ball. But Colt McCoy, I mean – and that's what I'm saying. Watching Colt McCoy go through the emotions live, it was awesome. Yeah. He was fantastic on the broadcast. Dude, me and Dodd, one Saturday, watch McAfee. I hate to announce another show. Don! Dude, McAfee for, it was the Red River rivalry. We watched the whole thing with McAfee. Really? Right. It was so fun. Like I, I thoroughly enjoyed that type of broadcast. The chicks didn't understand it, but I don't think they're ready for the new progressive way to watch a game. My wife said the same thing. She started watching it with me in the beginning when I was on, just being forced to watch it because that's how I DVR'd it. Men are from Venus, women are from Saturn, right? She, no, Mars. Yeah. She said, well, this is weird. They just talk over each other. They're not even really talking about the game as much as, and I'm like, yeah, it kind of sucks. It's like having friends here already that I can watch the game with. And then I turned into a believer because it was awesome. Yeah. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Going into the game, Ray, who were you cheering for? Like, were you cheering for Texas or were you cheering for Washington? I don't know, but I got nobody notifying me when to wrap up. Because you never answered my question. No, here's the thing. I felt so bad for my Texas friends. Garrett, Greg, Jacob, No Teeth Keith. I tried to call him and wish him good luck on the game, but he did not answer. He did not call me back. Kid, I'm in L.A. When you see L.A., you see the sun. I mean, you have the douchebag fans that you're just like are so annoying and you don't want them to win because of them. But then for your friends, like I wanted them to have that elation. Who? Garrett. Garrett, Greg, Jacob, DJ, Rusty. I mean, there's so many of them. Dude, I don't even think Billy's a fan. He didn't even text about the game. So before I kind of think I rooted against Texas and Dallas because of Billy. Now, I believe he just does fantasy sports, and he doesn't even root for teams. It's very bizarre the way the world's changed. Yeah, and so I was just like cheering. I was cheering for Texas for my friends, even though there's so many douchebag fans in there that are so annoying and so obnoxious. I wanted Texas to win because I want my friends to feel that joy of winning. Yay, friends. Buddy, what I realized is, I just remembered, we wanted Michigan, so we won that bet. And then Texas, we had Michigan, but the game started, dude. I knew Texas wasn't going to win that game. When, when you have a bet sometimes and the game starts, I knew. Uh, Washington was definitely the play. <laughs> Wrong play on this one. If you would have taken, I believe, maybe it was three. Three eh, or four. Two, eh, maybe two and a half because it was like minus. It was, but it Texas opened at was, four. I know It that. was four. That's what I'm saying. I said, dude, if you had taken the three, you wouldn't even have been worried. The whole game. I mean, <laughs> Pinnock's just looked awesome. And, and when someone is that hot, there's nothing you can do. And those wide receivers from Washington, 
I don't know who they are, they, but I'm drafting them first round in fantasy next year because they are unbelievable. They were awesome last year. That's why I knew he was going to be a Heisman guy again this year. They, they all returned. Michigan had almost all their guys returned, too. The major guys. Yeah, they, they were so fast. It, it was very entertaining football. It, it was a blast. Not I Hutchinson, Ray. He's not there anymore. He's in Detroit. Right. He's, he's going to the playoffs. He's passed to the NFL. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it was very enjoyable, though. I am very happy with the Final Four. Next year, you got to wait like three weeks to get that because you have 12 teams. I still am not looking forward to that, but it was great. It was good, dude. It was so good. You watched it at home with the family? I watched it at home with me and my wife because my kids were in another room for the first game. They were asleep for the second game. My wife went to sleep about halftime of the Texas game, even though she graduated from the University of Texas. She was just like, it's too late. I mean, damn, dude, it didn't end until midnight. Right, East Coast. They're up till one. A.M. News reporters, I heard, were going to bed at three because they had to do a news beat. Afterwards. Oh, they had to write it up, and then they got to be on the six o'clock morning news. I'm like, I can't, dude. I was it would his, suck. I was a, hey, I was listening to this one dude at the Rose Bowl. He lives in Pasadena. He's a reporter. Don't know his name, but he was saying on another show that he will go. He went to the Rose Bowl. Was there until halftime. Then he lives in Pasadena. The halftime was so long, he was able to make it back to his house, watch the whole second half at his house, then had to go to the news station. And he didn't get home till 2 a.m. in the morning. You just got to watch it and enjoy it, and you're on a sports podcast. What yeah. if they required us? I mean, I guess you call this a sports podcast. What if they required us to do this the next day? That would suck. <laughs> I mean, like, dude, what if we had to be there at 5 a.m. the next day? Hey, I mean, oh my God. We kind of got it made. Two days after the fact, break Two days after breaking down the game, talking about how exciting <laughs> it was. It's the long words. I don't know if Quinn Ewers is your quarterback in the future. Maybe he's not. They got the arch, man. I, I, I don't watch that much UT football. But damn, he did not look that impressive to me. Oh, but isn't he redshirted, Arch? Yeah. So Boomer said Arch should have played, but he would lose his year. No, no, you can play up to like four or five games. See, Boomer hit it on the head. He said Arch should have played. No, no, no. Oh. Quinn Ewers was the quarterback. You don't oh. want to put Arch in there. His only second time playing college football, and that—that's like what happened to Colt McCoy against Alabama. He got put or he got hurt, and so Garrett Gilbert had to go in. He'd never played college football before, and he was like, "What the?" We all remember that two thousand and eight. And he got hit. I mean, Cole McCoy got dead armed, and it was like uh-oh. 2009. Thanks. Don't it was know. Actually, it was the next year because then that's when I was in Grande Communications, and I started my internship at the radio station. I don't know the years. Great, thanks. But I will say, coaches' convention, Ray. Yes. Fantastic job. Yes. You want to read? I mean, you got it approved. I don't know how you got this approved, guys. It's in the official Nashville calendar, like the city of Nashville. I don't the the uh, visitors' convention, the visitors' bureau. There you go. We have been recognized as a coach's convention. I got about one minute. SoreLosers.com. Listen, guys, if you want to go to the Wait, Preds game. I thought game, I was reading I this. know, but I'm just telling you. If you want to go to the Preds game as part of the convention, the deadline to buy Preds tickets is this Friday. This Friday. What would that be? January 5th is your last day to buy Preds ticket for the convention. But the convention tickets, you can get them all the way up till next Thursday. SoreLosers.com. We want you there. Now, read this. How did you get this approved? I have no idea, dude. I was Go. just dicking around on a website, and I s- just submitted it. Coach's convention as being an idiot, and they approved it. This is great. It says, well, whatever it's called. It says, uh, Sore Losers Coach's Convention 2024 Conference in Nashville. Uh, entry fees. I did our website, Sore Losers Podcast, LLC. That's know. us. Okay. It's our business. <laughs> I, I made that up. And then I said... The sore losers, it wanted a description. I go, the sore losers nation will descend on Nashville, Tennessee for a weekend of debauchery and the learning of basic coaching fundamentals like partying, networking, betting on sports, and hooking up. (laughs) 
This event started in Las Vegas for two successful conventions and now has moved to Vegas of the South. Get ready for a little South in your mouth and bring your coaching whistle. We are the Sore Losers Nation. What sport do you coach? Dude, and they're like, oh, let it roll, man. Another convention coming to town. But what is the website it's on? Ten dimes. But we're in competition, though. Uh That's the thing. There's also There's another convention there? Yes, at the fairgrounds, there's like some uh, house convention or something like that. Oh, no. Yes, so FYI. That's what Miguel, uh, he's debating if he's going to go to the house convention or he's going to come to Sore Losers convention. So this is what's going to pull a little bit from us. It is the Home Expo is at the fairgrounds. Same weekend. That's big. That's a lot of people in town for the Home Expo. But ours looks better. They no, hey, we know Loker ain't going to the Home Expo because he ain't got a damn house. <laughs> Dude, they have fairgrounds, outdated. We're at FGL House. Yeah. Like hello, hello. Hello, hello. All right, everybody, we're, we're, we're kind of back. We'll be fully back on Friday. Oh, man, what I, Longhorn fans, Alabama fans, great seasons. Come up a little short. We out. Ray, Texas sold. No, no, man, Texas, it was just weird. It was, I felt like they were getting blown out, but they were in the game. Penix was just – I mean, when he's, when you're, someone's that hot, there ain't nothing you can do. He was cooking. I mean, someone said online, they said, he wasn't even cooking. He was full-on chef. Yeah, and I said, yeah, Michelin chef. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.